0: The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 233, Sunday, December 29th, 2013.
1: This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 233. I am Rob, you are Greg, I am Rob, you are Greg, and I am... I am very aggravated. Why?
0: Because, for some reason, is the rent too damn high? Yes, but also, let me just explain something.
1: For people who do not live in northern new jersey people who live in other parts of the country they think hey we have uh, you know we have rush hour we have some bad traffic no when you live in northern new jersey there is no rush hour there's rush 24 hour <laughs> so Normally, my drive home from work typically is probably around 45 minutes. If there's some traffic, for whatever reason, maybe it'll take an hour. For whatever reason, up until this week, everything was normal. Then this week starts, and now all of a sudden, it's taking me two hours to get home. Still? I don't know what... It's like... What? There's, there's just accidents everywhere what are the what are people doing they're not paying attention they're speeding they're zipping in and out of lanes and, and 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 this is the part that doesn't make any sense is that there's so much traffic that i i I'm literally I'm not exaggerating here i am actually averaging 10 miles an hour going home seriously it's infuriating 10 miles an hour for 2 hours And the thing that I don't understand, number one, is when traffic is so clogged up, all three lanes, that we are averaging 10 miles an hour, why are people weaving in and out of lanes as if one lane is magically going to go three times faster than the other lane?
0: No, they're just, they're um,
1: impatient. So that causes... Accidents. And then the other thing is we're again we're averaging 10 miles an hour, inching along, inching along. How are people getting how do you get into an accident going 10 miles an hour? What are I'll people doing?
0: Texting. Stop! You know, you're 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 trying to Wait a minute. You were texting me the other night. First of all, I was using voice. Oh well, still. Second
1: of all, I, I was stopped. Oh. <laughs> I don't text while I'm driving, but, you know, these people, they 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 think they could beat the system, weave in and out of the lanes, go a little faster than everyone else, and, ooh, look, I'm going to save 30 I'm going to get there 30 seconds faster than everyone else. Then, boom, you get into an accident, and now, not only are you going nowhere, so you're not saving 30 seconds, you're saving nothing, now you're clogging up traffic for two hours for the thousands of people behind you, you idiot! Stop! Well... Just drive slow and get there 30 seconds later and everyone will be able to get there. Now I have to sit in two hours of traffic because you're an idiot.
0: Well, wait till the Super Bowl. Ugh.
1: Oh, I hate it. Just oh, the other- slow down.
0: Well, the other night was caused by a lot of black ice. Now, this, this is not some kind day. of...
1: There's it, it, Whether there's ice, snow, rain, perfectly dry, it doesn't matter. This is northern New Jersey. There's an accident on every highway every day. Why? Oh. Just stop. Just slow down. You don't have to drive 75 miles in... You know, go 55. You'll get there, I swear to God, four minutes later. Four minutes later, and we'll all be safe and... and get to where we're going instead of sitting in traffic because you were going 75 miles an hour and bashed into something like an idiot.
0: Well, there's also a lot of construction going on, so that winds up closing a lot Uh of the uh, lanes and causing things to be backed up. Then, of course, you have the rubbernecking effect, which is someone crashes on the opposite side of the highway Uh that you're traveling, and everybody has to slow down to look.
1: Hate it. It's just permanent. It's either an accident or construction well, I, or rubberneck. I, there's just some reason why New, Northern New Jersey has 24 hour a day, seven day a week oh. bumper to bumper traffic.
0: Well, because there's it's a very congested area. There's a lot of people traveling all over the place. There's tons of cars. It's it's just the nature of the beast. Man, I think we you need know. another
1: Black Plague. <laughs> To wipe out oh. half the population, so I could get to where I'm going,
0: not, well, s- not,
1: and not sit in 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 you know, car fume pollution, a cloud of. I'm, I'm oh, surrounded by tractor trailers and trucks, and I'm breathing in all the uh. we're, and 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 we're burning gas going nowhere. We are literally burning thousands of gallons of gas every day going nowhere. This is ridiculous.
0: Well, I knew you were screwed yesterday because there was a a bus that crashed. I know. And it blo- and they had to close the entire highway going one direction and in the opposite direction Both. everything but one lane.
1: Route 3, <laughs> Route 46, everything was closed. I'm like, "What the come on! Stop bashing into you know, stop crashing."
0: Maybe Gee. the bus the bus driver must have seen a deer. Ah, uh, maybe ha-ha. a bear. Blast from the past. <laughs> I thought I thought a deer.
1: A deer. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Uh,
0: <laughs> the Grinch. The Happy traffic New Year. Grinch.
1: Yeah, well, please. What do you have? What's aggravating you?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, many things,
1: but, um... Have you seen... Hold on. Have you seen these out of nowhere? I'm glad right? you asked. You know how we we read the websites and message boards and stuff. I I have never heard of this before. No 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 previews or articles. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm seeing commercials for this movie called Grudge Match, <laughs> oh where it's God. it's uh, Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro beating each other up. Yeah, <laughs> where did this come from? It came from out of nowhere.
0: I I think it's probably a very low budget so they probably didn't have enough money to really um you know promote it so they just did like a really last minute uh promotion once they realized that um there weren't a lot of other competing films at the at the moment. Mm. So you
1: think this is one that they had <sighs> in the can and they were just waiting for good timing?
0: Um No. No, no, no. It said it was, they filmed it in late 2012. They wrapped it in March of 2013. So... It's just weird that, I I know it's kind of, you know, it's a comedy, but it's just really odd that Stallone would do this. And this is not... Because here, 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 he's basically doing, like, Rocky. Right. Without being Rocky. It was just (laughs) odd i i don't know why that they would do that but i don't know and it also stars alan arkin yeah alan arkin Hello. kevin
1: hart uh who else is in this thing uh kim kim bassinger <laughs> it's a lot of people in this movie
0: i i you know stallone as we know you know with the hgh and everything you know this guy's in tip-top shape but uh, what kind of shape is De Niro in this movie? I mean, <laughs> he's he, horrible. Can't be very. He's good. an old
1: man. I mean, a, let's face the fact. He's an old man.
0: No, oh, I think he, is he older than Stallone? Stallone, yeah, yeah is,
1: is sixty-seven. Stallone
0: and De Niro is seventy.
1: Seventy years old. I mean, 70? he's an old man. Yes. Yeah, say another 70? blast from
0: the past. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it'll make a little bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. all right so what is angering you lately um eh, not really much i i know of some things that are angering other people let me I'm tell not... you
1: something i have a, 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 a i'm glad you asked here's another thing so we both you and i greg and and i rob ha, both have verizon fios yeah <clears throat> I got mine installed a few years ago, and and I have a a, a a box in the living room and a box in the bedroom, and it's a multi-room DVR. So the box in the living room records all the shows, and I can play them back from any room instead of each room having a separate DVR.
0: Yeah, you know this isn't 2004. No, I, I think know people are Fine. aware
1: of this Fine. concept. Fine. Uh, so well, look, when I was on Time Warner, I had separate DVRs for each room. Okay. So, whatever. So, the box in the living room was an older box. It was very sluggish, but it worked. I put up with it. Yeah, because you got it for free. I know, but it was fine. Wh- whatever. I, I put up with it. Fine. Then, a few weeks ago, the DVR started to give me problems where I would play. Ba- it, it would record the shows, but then when I would play them, it would play for a few seconds, then pause for like 10 seconds, mm. then play for a few seconds, then pause for 10 seconds. And it kept doing that. And then the, the audio would get all out of sync, and it was, it was just, like, unwatchable. So I called up Verizon. Like, oh, yeah, you have an old box. We phased that out. Mm. Uh, we're going to send you the new box. Like, okay, great. So they sent me the – I got it two days later. Perfect. Brand new. Put it in. Hooked it all up. Then what's s- the problem? Set it up. Set up my shows and everything. Great. We're I'm back. Back. And, and the box is a lot faster, it's a lot more yes. responsive.
0: of course, it's ten years newer technology.
1: Yeah, so it's perfect. Well, no, it isn't perfect, oh, because at least two or three times a day, the box just goes blank and dies. What? And I hit the button on the remote, the power button, nothing happens. I hit the power button on the box, nothing happens. It's it, it just dead. So I have to go in the back of the box... Pull out the power cord, give it a few seconds, plug it back in, give it like two or three minutes to reboot, and I'm back to normal. Then a few hours later, it does it again, and I have to pull the power, put it... It does this every day. So finally, (laughs) after a week, I'm like, oh my god. So I called back Verizon... I, Why I talked don't you to their
0: Google these things you know there's it there's wasn't a... on Go- I know it
1: wasn't on Google oh I'm sure it was I looked it up it wasn't on there you could have posted on this forum that I used uh, with Fios. No, I called Verizon back talked to their tech support the woman on the phone said oh well it's because you have the box plugged into a power strip instead of directly into the wall
0: <laughs> what?
1: and I said well no it's not but fine I'll try it plug uh, to Pulled it did, out of the power strip, plugged it directly into... Did you into- have
0: too much RAMs in there, too? <laughs> too much RAM. Uh, plugged it
1: directly into the wall. Of course, as I knew, so same big. exact problem. So the next day I called back, and I'm like kind of uh, venting to the guy, and he's like, all right, hey, sorry, we'll send you another one. Two days later, I got the uh, another version of the same new box. Just a, a different one. Sp- hooked it up not directly into the wall into the same exact power strip i've always been using so far it's been
0: fine so they sent me a dead box well you know i don't know how well they check these things once they come back to them and for some reason was it brand new what was it brand new I thought it was, but it
1: turns out it must not have been because when I opened up that first new box, it was just the box in a cardboard box. Right. All right. I guess I'll, I'll just reuse the same AC plug and whatever. Well, that may have been the problem. (laughs) No, the plug was fine. Then in the new, new box they sent me, the second one, it came, it came with, it was like in plastic. It came with a remote with batteries. It came with, uh, component cables and 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 uh, all, you know like all these cables and I'm like oh they, obviously oh. this other one was just some hunk of junk someone threw in
0: a box <laughs> and they and then they sent it to me. Well, they're supposed to test them, but maybe they didn't, you yeah. know, maybe they didn't have it on long enough to test it. I don't know. So anyway,
1: so I'm back up
0: and running. Happy New Year. Your okay. turn. <laughs> now again, this didn't cost you anything it costed me, uh, aggravation. Now, are you still paying for this box, even though they gave you a new one? You still have the lifetime free or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's, whatever. Or that ran out, it was only for a year.
1: No, no, it shouldn't be, no. No, Mm. but the thing with Verizon Fios, and I'm sure all the other companies do this too, is that they'll say, hey, here's your special price, we'll lock you in for a year, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let's say uh ninety dollars a month. You get multi-room DVR TVs, HD, and yeah, they and phone all do that to and get internet. you to sign up, right? So okay, great. A year goes by. All of a sudden, the bill goes up. So I have to call them and <laughs> say, "Hey, hey, listen, do you have any special promo? Oh, sure, we have this promotion. That- all right, I'm back down to ninety dollars a month. Six months goes by. You'll do that with me. Six months goes by, it expires, the bill goes back up, and now I have to call them back and wait on hold, and hey, is there any kind of special promo? Yeah, I'll hook you up with this deal we got going. So it's like, I, I keep getting the low price, but I keep having to call them to get it. Why don't you just give me the low price? Yeah, but then you gotta lock it in for two years. I don't care. Like, what's, well, I'm gonna, well, why
0: don't they just keep, I'm gonna to keep
1: switching, that. uh, you know, I'm not gonna keep switching cable coming. Like, I'm fine with Fios, just, Just give me the low... Like, why do I have to keep calling and lower the price? Just give me the low price. Well, I can't get the
0: low price,
1: so... Well, yeah, because you have, like, seven boxes and eight TVs going, and... Yeah, but I don't... I
0: have the highest package. I I have the lowest package. What the the heck channels are you getting with that? You gotta be getting nothing. No, we get, uh... We get, like, hundreds of channels. Yeah, but they mostly stink.
1: Listen, I don't watch HBO. I don't watch Showtime, Stars. I watch CBS, NBC, Fox, WWOR, WPIX, and a few cable channels like uh, Comedy Central and Cards. You know, like I, I I only watch a handful of channels. I cannot wait for however many years it takes, eventually, for cable to go a la carte. No, so I don't have, have to spend $90 a month on 2,000 channels. I only it watch five of them. It will happen. It will. I'm telling no, you. It won't
0: mark my words. One
1: of the cable companies I read is looking,
0: I can't remember which one, but one of them is looking, is actually looking into it. No, be- it will never happen because the content providers, you know, the networks, the Foxes, CBS, et cetera, et cetera, they will never do that because the moment they do that, then they're dead. While- they're well. They're dead because it, here's the thing: people will still pay for MTV and Fox and CBS right. and ESPN, etc. Right, but they won't pay for VH1 or ESPN Ten. <laughs> Right, well then
1: what is the point of the, if nobody wants them, you know, if if nobody wants to pay for these
0: channels, why do they exist? Get rid of them. Because they're getting money for them. What are you talking about? Why do they exist? They exist, but again, this is what I'm getting at. MTV will charge the cable company X amount of dollars by channel. But they will only do the deal with the cable company if you take all of their channels. So what is happening is like, for instance, Verizon, they've more and more, and, but they've only been doing this with these smaller independent channels. They can get away with it. They've gone back to them and said, look, we look at the ratings. 8,000 people are watching your channel on a given, you know, night. I, that's lower than YouTube. No one is watching this channel. <laughs> right. This is national, not even just on Verizon. I know. No one is watching this channel. Therefore, we're dumping you. Right. So you're gone. So they're doing that more and more now. And of course you get the ins- here and there people complaining on forums. Oh my god, they dumped the they <laughs> dumped the rodeo channel. I, I know. Come on. Why doesn't so, the
1: rodeo channel make a YouTube channel and post their content there?
0: Because they'll never make any money doing it. What I'm saying oh is, when you, when you do that, you can get away with it on the small ones. But on the bigger conglomerates, the Verizons and the Cable Visions of Time Warners, they can't get away with doing that. And what I'm saying is if they then say, you know what, we're gonna go a la carte and we're only gonna take certain channels from you, then the MTVs of the world are not they're gonna get no revenue from all these other you know, these supplemental channels, these sister channels.
1: Right, but if nobody is watching and then they'll have the to sister, close them all. If nobody's watching the sister well, channels, are how are they getting them. revenue? Some people are watching them. Uh, look, I, all I'm I saying I can't wait is until some... In, in some future... I can't see it happening. ...where I call up the cable company and say, Yes, I would like to sign up Ooh. for cable. Okay, great. Which channels do you want? And I only <laughs> pay for the channels that I actually pick.
0: The reality is... I'm paying for 2,000 channels. I watch 10. Here's the thing, though. If they did that, most of the channels, even the ones you wanted, are going to be like double the price. Fine. But then you're going to be paying the same amount of money and getting no, less. let. it'll still be lower. I don't... I guarantee it wouldn't be. Guar- I bet uh, you it wouldn't be. But that's just know. me saying that, so... But I, I don't think it would be. Now, what I would say is... And this whole scheme. By the way, do you use the uh, the mobile app that Verizon has? No. All right. What does it do? It gives you channels on mobile devices. No,
1: I'm not gonna. F- First of all, my phone is not gonna handle. You'd be surprised.
0: <laughs> Second of all, well, the problem is you got to be in the house for the most part, right? And so. if I'm in the house, I'm either in the living room or the bedroom. I know. I could just watch the right like, the big TV. Um. <laughs> I like to, I, I'll put it on like when I'm shaving or something. <laughs> what? How do you watch and shave at the same time? It's just in the background. <laughs> well, you don't shave, so you don't have to worry no, about it. No, when, when I'm doing
1: chores, I either, um I'm I'm streaming uh Pandora on the computer I or... Cannot,
0: I cannot, I hate Pandora. I hate it.
1: Or, well, I, I'm either playing music or listening to a podcast while I'm doing chores. Well, that's my thing. Anyway, so, so who, so who else is getting angry? You said
0: other people are yes, getting angry. People are angry. Who? What? Why? Tim when, Meadows. Where? Who? Tim Meadows. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to
1: interrupt you a third time. Come on. Because speaking of Tim Meadows, can you wait? No. Because you told me about. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I, and I just didn't get around to watching it for a long time. Finally got around to watching it. Fantastic. Yeah. Then you told me about the league. Didn't watch it for a while. Finally got around to watching it. Fantastic. Very funny. Recently on the Paunch Stevenson show, you told me about a new show called The
0: Goldbergs.
1: Yes. And I said, you know what? Greg, Gave me advice about It's Always Sunny and, in Philadelphia. And who <laughs> stars at the Goldbergs? What? I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's me, Jeff Garland. What? <laughs> so so I, I said, you know what? Greg told me about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I didn't listen to him. I finally watched it. It was great. He was this right. Greg told me about the league. I didn't listen to him. I didn't watch it. I finally watched it. It was great. He was right. a recurring theme. The goal. I said, you know what? I'm not gonna do Strike Three. He told me about the. You told me about the Goldbergs. I'm gonna watch it, and you were right. It's it's great. Yeah. yeah. And Tim Meadows is the principal, the school principal. Well, in
0: one episode, yeah. So anyway, so Tim Meadows is angry. Why? Oh, so you know, recently on Saturday Night Live, they had a skit with um, oh, the host was uh, was it Paul Rudd? Yes. The host was Paul Rudd. You know, he's in the new um, Anchorman movie. Right. And so in one skit, he brought on um, Will Ferrell and David Koechner. Okay. Who are past Saturday Night Live, you know, members. um, But they are also fellow stars of Anchorman, Anchorman, too. So... And one of the skits that they, that those two guys and some other guys used to do all the time on Saturday Night Live was the Bill Brasky skit. Yes, that's right. You know where they're drunk and they have these big fake teeth and they make up the, these stories like Bill Brasky is this like uh, you know insane, uh, it's like bullying, a Paul like guy. Paul Bunyan type of yeah guy. <laughs> right. Bill Brasky, you know, they're like. Did I ever tell you about the time Bill Brasky ate 16 squirrels right. and crap them right onto my eyeball?
1: I I find it to be a very stupid, unfunny skit. But, really? But yes, I know the skit, of course.
0: And then they raise the glass, Bill Bradsky! It's a horrible
1: skit. All right. So he's mad that they didn't invite him to be on it? So, hold
0: on. So in the old days there would be like four or five guys doing that. Right. Yeah. Yelling Bill Brasky, Bill Brasky," And, um, uh, which one call. And, and I think in this one, it was those two guys. It was Paul Rudd. And it was one of the current cast members. I don't know. I I don't know who the people are anymore. Right. So they were doing it. And usually in the, in the past, while those guys were going nuts, Tim Meadows would walk up to the bar behind him and go, "Hey, were you guys talking about Bill brasky?" and then he would join in right so this time around, they didn't ask him, and they had this stupid Keenan Thompson ah, right show up right um who by the way, he has become this like unfunny version of Daryl Hammond.
1: Darryl, what?
0: Yes. Keenan Thompson. Keenan yeah. Thompson's
1: very funny on SNL. No, he isn't. I'm telling you. I he's, he, he's like one of the funny. best cast members right now.
0: He does that show. I horrible thought you were gonna wait, I, I show. Thought, What is that show where he just sing, stands there singing? What's up with that? That's terrible! That's, that's
1: hilarious! No, I love
0: what's awful! What's up with that is one of the best
1: SNL what? skits of all time. Not! It stinks. T- what? No, it doesn't. He doesn't even let the guests talk. That's the point.
0: <laughs> it's terrible. That's the point. I hate that. It's fr- it's great. Anyway, I love it. So he was the one that you know came up as the token black guy, or I guess, or whatever, mm. saying, "Hey, you know, Bill Brasky." Wait, I thought you were going
1: to say Kenan Thompson has turned into a sphere okay. because he's gotten so
0: fat. <laughs> he's definitely fat but i like um, him he's very he's very he's funny. funny so he shows up so apparently somebody asked tim meadows about this and i don't know for some reason he just flipped out and he's like i'm never going to i'm never going to watch saturday night live again yeah, right. how could they do that to me you know and uh, he uh, get made this over big it s- yeah. well he made this big stink about it and and a like, couple days later Somebody got him again, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I just blown off steam. Didn't really mean any of that, you know. Because at first he says he was like, Lauren Michaels hates me because I made, I had the worst Saturday Night Live movie of all time, (laughs) the ladies' man. (laughs) Apparently, the ladies' man was so bad in terms of being a bomb (laughs) that, according to him. He, he thought that Lorne Michaels thought that because that was such a bomb, they couldn't make any more Saturday Night Live movies. I was going to say that the other day I was thinking, I'm like, like that was
1: the last one. Well, yeah, because I was flipping through the channels the other day, and there was an old SNL rerun, and, and I just, it happened to be the ladies' man skit. And I'm like, "Hey, you now know that was an unfunny skit. That was very unfunny. And it's why they turned that into a movie and expected it to be successful. I have well, no idea. Because I could I, have
0: told them this is going to bomb. I think for whatever the reason, I think Lorne Michaels was trying to do like Tim Meadows a favor maybe, <laughs> like, "Oh, you know, I really like Tim. Me- you know, I, I he really must have really liked him and he, he was on the show forever." That's a really big fed. That's an expensive <laughs> but, favor. But the problem was, what else were they going to have him do? Nothing. You'd he had be no the other show. He had no other characters. Eh, OJ. <laughs> yeah, but they could do a movie about OJ.
1: No, but here's the thing. And so I was th- So I saw the skit, and I was thinking, hey, you know, back in the 1990s, it was like every other year there was a new SNL movie: Like Wayne's World, yeah. uh, Billy Madison. Uh, uh well,
0: I don't know. if Billy Madison was an SNL. I guess it was.
1: No, but I'm just saying, with like all yeah. these guys, like all these dirty cast- work, yeah, dirty work, and and the superstar movie, and the the Stuart
0: Smalley, and oh god, the those Pat so movie, oh, Pat, and one. then well, wait a minute, these are a lot of bad ones. I know. So oh, then and I was and the worst, w- yeah, the worst was the ro- the night at the, the rocks, night, yeah, night
1: at the rocks. And then I was thinking, you know, there rocks hasn't Park, been one was. of those SNL skit movies in, in years. Now, and I didn't realize it was because of the ladies. It was because of the very skit that I happened to turn on.
0: Uh, well, I, again, I think <laughs> I think it was an unfortunate um, thing where they kind of said that, but. In reality, I'm, well, I mean, McGruber was a movie, right?
1: Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, I forgot about that. That bombed. <laughs> Did it? Which is ironic, because it's a movie about a guy who defuses bombs, but, <laughs> and it bombed. The bomb exploded at the box
0: office. Now, I, didn't, I haven't really In watched movie lately, so... And I, I Wait, saw you haven't on, what? Huh? You haven't what? I hardly watch it anymore. SNL. So- yeah, so I saw this on YouTube in, in different places. I didn't even realize this. And I, I guess I should have known. But that I guess after a while, the with the MacGruber skit, they actually had Richard Dean Anderson appear as MacGyver. Oh, I didn't even know. that. It, no? That, that had to have been years ago because uh,
1: Will, no. Forte, Will Forte hasn't been on the show in, in, in years. Um... The guy who plays McGruber.
0: Right. Um, no, it was, uh, let me see. Sketch. What it was was, uh, the McGruber sketch apparently started in 2007. And then in, in January of 2009, um, they did a bunch of, they did like three different really short Pepsi commercials. Okay. That were, that aired on this, I guess, I don't know if they aired in the Super Bowl or or something, but it had to do with Hulu. And again, and Richard Dean Anderson appeared as MacGyver, and he's like arguing with each other, and then they blow up. Right, well that was five years ago. So then, on Saturday Night Live, shortly thereafter, he appeared in a bunch of sketches. And it was really funny, because at first they revealed MacGyver as MacGruber's father. Okay. And, and so then they were really like, oh, I love you. And they were, you know, happy and all that. And then, and then at the end of the sketch, they revealed that it, that, uh, he, he was his father, but then he'd abandoned him, abandoned his mother for some stripper. And then okay. they hated each other. It was really funny though. Yeah. But all right. But the, here's the
1: thing. This is what Lauren Michaels and, and SNL, this is what they do. They, they,
0: they, they make fun of a person and then they, like, bring them on. Well, yes, they do that. But they take – you know, the, these McGruber skits
1: were, were – could not have been more than two minutes long each. Yeah. Very quick, very – you know, silly, but very short. But they're popular. Mm. And then they're like, hey, let's turn this 90-second yeah, well, skit into a 90-minute movie and yeah. it doesn't work. It works – It works because it's just quick. It's a quick joke. You're in and out, and it was silly. When you drag it out for 90 minutes, it's not silly anymore. It's tedious and dumb. But they keep doing it. Yeah. They kept doing it. They don't do it anymore. They kept doing it.
0: Well, I mean, Wayne's World worked.
1: Maybe that was one of the rare ones. (laughs)
0: Well, that was an exception, I guess. Yeah, and then I was looking around. Apparently, last year... Richard Dean Anderson who's very fat now. Um he came back and and you know how in in Europe and in Asia they do these these very elaborate almost like movie type of commercials, yeah. And a lot of times they'll have like American movie stars, okay? And they'll do these commercials a lot of times for like really odd products, you know like In Japan, Harrison Ford will do this commercial for, like, deodorant. (laughs) Like, something he would never do in the United States, ever. (laughs) Right. But yet he does it in Japan, uh, for some reason. Maybe, I guess he figures no one will ever see it. Right. Um, And again, this is, well, you know, before the time of YouTube. So, Richard Dean Anderson did some kind of, um, like, it's basically a short film. It's like a ten-minute short film, where he's MacGyver... (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, these guys, like, uh, he's met, you know, he's pretending to be a cleaning guy or something, and these, these, like, you know, terrorists come and take over this building and try and steal this bomb, and then he has to fight them, and actually it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, but it was some kind of, uh, 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 it was like a 10 minute long, like, commercial for this, like, Mercedes Benz, um, wow. like, van. I will say
1: one thing that I am actually glad about is – I don't know if you saw this, but on Comedy Central a few weeks ago, there was a brand new comedy special with – it was Bill Cosby.
0: Oh, yellow gelatin.
1: Comedy special. Really? And I was – you know, I'm a big fan of Bill Cosby. And I was excited and I saw the commercial like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. He's old. Maybe it's going to stink or be boring or t-. it was fantastic. It was great. It was like I, I could not believe how good he was, especially, you know, he's these, one of the like top five ever. He's yeah, he's he is. He's still with it. He's still he still has it and he still has the magic and it's funny because on Comedy Central, I'll I'll watch these stand-up comedy specials or or even on the Netflix streaming, I'll be like, all right, let me let me check out this comedian. There's nothing else on this streaming thing. <laughs> and and these these younger comedians, like a lot not all of them, but a lot of them they just stink. They're boring. The wow. comedy isn't smart, it's not witty, it's not it's not relatable, it's just you know, these guys with, like, cursing or doing, like, sex jokes or whatever, which is fine, but it's, it's, it's these guys just aren't funny. And then this 70-year-old, whatever, 74, however old he is, guy gets up on stage, doesn't even have notes, and does, like, I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half stand-up special, and it's great.
0: Yeah, but it's Bill Cosby.
1: I know, but it's, like, anyway. where Where is today's Bill Cosby? Or George Carlin, There's or Jerry Seinfeld.
0: They're out there.
1: Who? who, Who is as funny and smart and huge
0: as Bill Cosby, Jerry Seinfeld, George well, Carlin? Louis, Louis C.K. is pretty big. Louis, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I know of uh, some comics from, like, the Opie and Anthony show that I know of, like, uh, Bill Burr. He's getting, he's pretty I popular. Think, I don't know if I know him. I know, I mean, yeah, look. He's I know, got re- he's like really white with red
1: hair from Boston, <laughs> Boston accent. I know Patton Oswald, he's very funny. Oh. Brian Regan, he's, well, I mean, he's getting a little older, but he's very funny. But it's like, yeah, I don't know who the next generation,
0: I mean, well, I well, saw for a while. Like, it was Chappelle until he kind of went nuts. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to him? Whatever he's, happened to him? He's still around doing comedy. Dave Chappelle. Um, I did anyway,
1: see, wait, but hold on. Wait, someone I liked Ugh. on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Leon, he had a Comedy Central. JB Smoove? Yeah, JB Smoove. He had a Comedy Central stand-up special. I don't know if it was like a, a year ago. a Comedy or,
0: Central stand-up special, Larry?
1: It was like maybe a year ago or or, or something. I don't know, 2012, yeah. 2011. And I'm like, oh, again, I'm getting excited. Like, he's great on Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's going to be so
0: funny. It, it, it just wasn't good. Oh, well. Anyway, the MacGyver short film, if anybody can find, I'll pull the link, but it was called Crisis Averted. Oh, nice. All right, so, moving on, people who are upset.
1: What about um, people who
0: are dead? Now we'll do that in a second. All right. So, um, people... I'm upset, in a sense, because, you know, Ed Helms from, you know, The Hangover. And
1: The Office. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So So, Ed Helms, who... It doesn't seem like he can do anything other than copying what's already been done. Remember, he was rumored to be starring in the National Lampoon's Vacation movie. I don't know whatever happened to that. As who? As Clark Griswold's son, Rusty. What? Anyway. Okay, all right. So I don't know what happened with that. Now apparently he's been rumored... To be starring in a reboot of The Naked Gun as Lieutenant Frank Drebin. No. Yes. (laughs) You know how bad that's going to be? No.
1: Listen, a few years ago, Steve Carell starred as Maxwell
0: Smart in the Get Smart movie remake. And it was boring. Well, that wasn't anywhere near as bad as the... Somehow this guy, he did two movies. Steve Martin as the Pink Panther inspector <laughs> Clouseau. But The Get Smart movie, look, The Get
1: Smart TV show was very silly and it was a parody. The Get Smart movie, it it it, it wasn't that silly. It was almost serious. Yeah, well. And I'm just like I'm I'm
0: it, it just made no sense. Well, all right. So also uh speaking of uh this will be my final anger topic here this better be recording on your end by the way <laughs> it, Is it looks like it's recording all right, all right all right good
1: anger or else i'll be angry again
0: yeah. so um the angry video game nerd
1: oh yeah
0: james Rolfe. he finally
1: which i've been saying for years he's he finally did a review of pit fight yes that's what i was gonna super
0: say super nintendo <laughs> garbage well, he did... That was a great episode that yeah, he Yeah, he actually, he's done uh, a couple of episodes in the last couple of weeks. He called them his, like, Christmas wish list. Not his wish list, but... The fans. He Yeah, he did a lot. List. Normally, he'll do, like, a 10-minute or 15-minute episode on, like, one game or one, like, you know, genre of games series. or franchise. Yeah, series of games. But so this one, they were, like, 10 minutes each, and he did a lot of games. Well, few, and which yeah, I thought a few. was a... Huh? a few yeah but i thought it was a really good idea for him because it was great he didn't have to like spend you know all the time like like going overboard with nitpicking every little thing <laughs> right. some, what i found a lot of games a lot of times he'll review a game and i'll look at that and i'll say you know what it, like i i'll think the review stinks and it's not his fault it's just that the game even though it's terrible is so boring and stupid that I, it's like when he they, he reviewed like those terrible uh, action fifty two <laughs> games, right? Those like you know hundred games in one cartridges, and they were terrible. Well, obviously they were. I mean, they, they were <laughs> junk, programmed junk. But they weren't that funny. Like the episodes to me weren't that funny because it was like it wasn't good material. Like what could you say about them? <laughs> so a lot of these games, I feel like they were it wasn't really good material, but. Because he did each game in, like, a minute or two, it it was a lot better in a shorter sense. Mm. I have to say that, yeah. So, so, so he did, yes, he did Pit Fighter. It, yeah, <laughs> as as part of the episode, which was awful. And, uh, and, he, almost, like, taking words from your mouth, he said it was the worst Super Nintendo game he's ever seen. It is, I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean, look, he had the same reaction that I did. At the time, it was nineteen ninety, and then the Super Nintendo came out in nineteen ninety one. At the time, Pit Fighter in the Arcade was cool. Yeah. The graphics were great. The technology was great. And then and 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 the Super Nintendo comes out. This is a great home video game console, very powerful, a lot of feature graphical features. I'm like, this is a match made in heaven. Of course. THQ <laughs> Toy Headquarters Gets a hold of the license They do the port And and, and just vomit it onto the cartridge
0: <laughs> And it, it, it's like they, they botched it They completely Wait. botched it Wasn't there also a pit fighter for the 7800? Prototype You could you could only imagine. Oh, it's bad. You know what
1: it reminds me of? You know the the Atari seventy eight hundred version of Double Dragon. Oh my god! Those kind of graphics, like how the people looked, the graphics. It's like take those people, but put them in the Pit Fighter background. I know it's it's putrid, pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. Now, now here's the thing: why they didn't port it? Why Atari themselves did not port? An arcade perfect version to the Jaguar. It's like, you know,
0: talk about disaster. talk about mishandling, bad decisions. Yeah, it's but like, oh, no, no, no. Hold on, though. No. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> remember something, though. I know it was two different Atari. It was two different Atari. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't actually. A lot of people don't remember that or realize that. That not to be funny, but what happened was the in, in back in the day there was Atari Corp but wait, which, Well, wait minute. why couldn't the the home atari
1: talk to the arcade atari and say hey we'll pay you to port your game don't <laughs> i don't know what to tell you anyway so yeah go ahead anyway
0: so the the odd the odd thing was that if you ever back in the day if you had a, a nintendo game made by tengen which <laughs> were in those funny looking cartridges they were unlicensed uh nintendo did not like them making games they, they labeled it Tengen, but, and they were not, quote, Atari. They were not the same company that Jack Tremiel owned mm-hmm. that was making the Atari computers and the 7800 and et cetera, et cetera, and the Lynx. <laughs> no, that was, it was actually Atari Arcades Division right, that coin made, up. huh? coin Coinop. Yes. That made the Tengen games. And then early in the 90s, Probably after the Pitfall, Pit Fighter, uh, Super Nintendo game, actually Atari Corp somehow wound up buying back Atari games, and so they were back under one umbrella. Now I don't know who the hell owns them; it's a disaster. But anyway, that was a that was a future game and. Well, and he
1: he did, as part of the episode, he did a quick review of the Sony PlayStation game, Bubsy, Bubsy Bubsy 3D. Oh my Now here's the thing. And and, and again, I thought the same thing that he thought. He said, you know, these graphics are are abysmal. (laughs) The game, the the, the control is, is so idiotic. The game is horrible. It looks terrible. You can't control it. This must have been one of the very first 3D polygon games ever made.
0: No, wait wasn't. a
1: minute. No, I know, I know, but then he says, wait a minute. Not only was it not one of the first 3D polygon games ever made, of course, Super Mario 64 came out before Bubsy 3D and is like Man. five million times way better than how, like Super Mario 64 comes out. Completely revolutionizes video games as we know it. Then how do you how do you look at that and then turn around and make
0: Bubsy 3D? I don't know.
1: How do you do? Like it, that was uh, that
0: game was clearly some kind of unfinished like tech demo, and they said, "Ah, eh, <laughs> we'll just release it." I know. But then,
1: but so talk about the ending.
0: Well, and he also did the Three Stooges game for the NES, which was putrid. Off. Unplayable. Yeah, it was terrible. So at the end, uh, he decides to review, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Maximum. Uh, Carnage. Maximum Carnage, yes. Which was a 16-bit game. It was on Super the Genesis Nintendo. and the Super Nintendo. It's noted, uh, I, one of the reasons it's notable is that it came in a bright red cartridge. <laughs> on the system. On Super both Nintendo. systems. Oh, on both? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have the red one for Genesis. Oh,
1: right. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the... It was kind of cool. Came in a red cartridge. So, um. but it's actually a... a de- it's a decent beat-em-up game. Right, yeah. Like and, a final fight, double yeah, dragon. So, so he's like... He's like, oh, a decent Spider-Man game? I can't believe this. I thought they were all terrible. And most of the Spider-Man games back then were bad. <laughs> right. And so he looks at it he goes... Well, who made this? Well, wait And, and he, he went, looks Hold at on, the box. Uh, let me just say, most of the superhero, any
1: superhero video games back then were terrible.
0: Right. Well, because they were usually licensed to um, companies that just made garbage and just threw it out there. Oh, here we go. It's an X-Men game. Stupid people will buy it. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so you were saying he looks at the box... Yes, so, he he, says, looks so at, he he says, "Who made this?" He looks at the box. He looks at the box, and it's got the uh, the logo on it is LJN. <laughs> one, notable for being one of the worst, um, you know, video game publishers of all time. Right. <laughs> and so and he starts. He goes, "Oh my God, they made a decent game!" <laughs>
1: right. And he, he was, goes, "He crazy. was
0: in shock." Yeah, I was in shock. Now, in all seriousness, though, it wasn't programmed by LJN. It was programmed by a company from England called... uh, Actually, right near our good friend uh, Spaceman David in Manchester. Uh, It was called Software Creations. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, but I mean... well, And they publish games for Acclaim. And the reason that this game... Now they made garbage as well. They also made Silver Surfer for the NES, which was a piece of garbage.
1: Yeah, but I don't think L J N actually programmed any of their games. I think they were Um uh, I no, think they, they were, programmed
0: a lot of
1: them. No, 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 no. But but what I mean is I think they I think they farmed them out. Uh and then just uh, released it you know, like like to a contractor and then right. they cobbled together a game, gave it back to L J N and then L J N published it under its uh, own name. I don't, I
0: think maybe. back in the
1: day, I think so. I think back in the day they, they did that.
0: With some of them, yes. Right. But not with all of them. Well, I maybe, I don't know. But anyway, for some reason most of their games were terrible. <laughs> um, now, the other thing to remember is that LJN um, at the time people said, well, what was it? It had the LJN label on it. I still don't know why it had it on there. But LJN was bought by Acclaim. Right. Uh, in 1990. So. I know, it, because. It of, wasn't really
1: LJN anymore. I know, but it was like, it was like a Konami Ultra situation where Acclaim
0: wanted to put out more games. Yeah, than- but they didn't have to do that anymore. They didn't? Not by Super Nintendo. The Nintendo wasn't stopping companies oh, from putting out multiple games i don't know it's
1: probably some kind of tax evasion thing or something yeah i'm sure
0: something. it was something strange but anyway well, um it,
1: it, here's the thing that i noticed though on the nintendo entertainment system 8-bit acclaim ljn and thq toy headquarters made garbage mm. then i noticed on the super nintendo entertainment system 16-bit Acclaim and THQ, Toy Headquarters, still made garbage, but LJN actually made pretty good games, believe it or not. I don't know. I think at that point it was just a crapshoot. At least the ones that I played. Then, funny enough, the next generation, on the Nintendo 64, uh LJN didn't exist anymore, but you had Acclaim and Toy Headquarters all of a sudden got really good. Like with you know, THQ with the, all the wrestling games yeah. that were like the most revolutionary wrestling games ever made, and then Acclaim with like the Turok games and and the, the um, well, not all of those. The Tur- no, the games, Turok- Look for for Acclaim. No, yeah. the Turok games were like groundbreaking. The All Star Baseball games, the NFL Quarterback. It was like, it's like wait, how could a claim stink at making sprite games, but now all of a sudden, like polygon games, they're
0: amazing. I don't what? know, maybe they just had better developers. It was so weird, it's a weird progression all right, so uh last but not least, on the I guess say on the angry front uh tammy Aaron ah, tammy Aaron <laughs> Arrested. What now? arrested again what for what? Drunk driving.
1: Oh, th- what? Yeah,
0: she was drunk and crashed into like three cars and kept driving. And did anyone die? No, I, I don't think there was anybody in the cars. But
1: like <laughs> what?
0: Just crashed into cars left and right. And so, where is uh... she now? Well, she was in jail. And I guess she got out of oh. jail. <laughs> hey, she she should have used her one phone call to call us. <laughs> what were we gonna do?
1: Have laugh. her
0: on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Tammy. Oh man, what is, about what is the happening? Bad
1: luck. The point. Yeah, the punch. What is that? Seriously, what is like? Why is she
0: doing this? I don't know. I can. I, I, I'm thinking to myself. You know, I can understand. Like the whole sex tape thing was to get attention. <laughs> you know, like, Kardashian style and, and maybe, like, revive her career or something like that, maybe get a reality show, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> so now, I mean, you're drunk, crashing into things. I mean, you're starting to get into, like, Christian Slater territory. and I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, at some point, hey, I don't think this is working. Maybe you need to cut back. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, what's she going to do next? Kill somebody?
1: That, yeah, oh, probably. I and mean, it's one thing, well, she she did beat her boyfriend,
0: supposedly.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> Hey, look! It, it, it's one thing with these these like twenty year, twenty something people. Like Who maybe, does she
0: think she is, Shannon Doherty?
1: Someone like Lindsay Lohan or Britney Spears or Paris Hilton or like any of these these kind of young idiotic people. Yeah, but they're rich. I know, but they're they're young. They have no responsibilities in yeah, life. But she's not young anymore. They go- I know. These other people are young. They're doing these crazy, irresponsible things. It's horrible but they're young and they don't know what they're doing even though it's horrible. Tammy mm-hmm. Aaron is acting like these young people but she's almost 40. It doesn't make sense. It's I know. it's it's, <laughs> it's incongruous. Crazy.
0: Well, anyway. Eh. So um anyway, so I uh, let's move on to some uh, I guess some celebrity deaths. Eh. Actually, before we do that, I have a Christmas movie review. Ugh, so th- th- we're totally out of sync here. <laughs> it's a Christmas episode. Fine. All right, so.
1: Let me just pull this up here because I want to get the name of the movie.
0: It was... Um... Oh, by the way, um, I'm looking at Tammy Aaron's Twitter. Apparently in October... She appeared at one of the Larry Flint Hustler clubs, <laughs> and I guess as a stripper. And uh, oh, her title, huh? Jeez. And her title was for seven days, and her title was Pippi Longstocking. Wow, she just can't let go. She can't move on. Anyway, let
1: me tell Let me ask you: If Tam- when Tammy Aaron gets out of jail, she is out of jail, or whatever, I okay, may go back to jail, but fine. So. She's at home right now. Let's just pretend, right? Let, let's, let's hypothesize here. Hypothetically, Tammy Aaron calls you up out of the blue tomorrow. And that says would be,
0: that would be amazing since she doesn't have my
1: phone. I number. Know, I'm just, I'm saying it's hypothetical. She calls you up, you start talking, and she says, Hey, let's go out on a date. Would you go out on a date with Tammy Aaron?
0: um or would you sure. avoid it or would you like be like no you're insane oh, i would definitely go are you kidding me <laughs> as long as i was i was able to drive the car you might get beaten nah all right, all right so I don't anyway and not in the first date <laughs> all right so 2007
1: i saw this on like what, what i don't know lifetime movie Channel or, or one of those um they show the the horrible christmas movies 2007 is called the family holiday and so it
0: sounds innocuous enough right
1: and it's um so it's about these these two these two very young uh a brother and sister maybe like 7 or 8 years old 9 years old who are in an orphanage and they don't want to be in the orphanage anymore so they escape and they live on the street Simultaneously, you have this other plot taking place.
0: Wait, and what year is this supposed to have taken place? 2007. Oh, so this is present day. So Pretty much, I mean, yeah. We still have orphanages? I, I,
1: I don't know. It's terrible. So, So taking place simultaneously, this other plot line is this yeah. guy goes door to door and scams people out of money. He finds out his very, very wealthy uncle died and left him all his money. All right. Under one condition. All right. That the nephew is, which is the guy who's going door to door. The nephew, here's the condition that the nephew had to, had to clean up his act, straighten himself out and, and live a straight, normal, hardworking life and be married and have a family. So this is like easy money. I I don't know I never saw it. But ah, Dangerfield. So this guy scamming everyone ends up and and the two children living on the street end up like running into each other, all right? And they're like, "Hey, listen, I need a pretend family uh, to get my money." And and they're like, "Well, we need a place to live cuz we're living on the street." Like, this is great. <laughs> Perfect match up here. Mm-hmm. So he rents out a house, the two children are pretending to be his children, now he just needs someone to be his wife, so he puts an ad in the newspaper for a nanny for the children, and he's going to pretend that the nanny is his wife, for when when the lawyer comes and makes sure that he has a family and he's gotten his act together. So, of course, the movie goes on, the, the, the nanny ends up finding out about his scheme, she runs out and hates him, and I can't believe you tricked me, you were just using me this whole time, I thought we had something here. And uh, and then, of course, by the end, the, the scam guy ends up, he really does end up going straight because he does end up falling in uh, love with yeah, the woman, and he does end up caring about the children, so... And, and then the woman ends up realizing, no, I really do. I am in love with you. So they do end up getting married and adopting these children, and happy ending. The end. Guess who and the guy, the scam guy,
0: was playing? No idea. By? Dave Coulier. Oh man. Cut it out. Uh, <laughs> had to be pretty. Is this great? This had to be pretty low for, <laughs> for them to to resort to Dave Coulier. <laughs> Oh, so, brother, so
1: that was my Christmas review Wait, and apparently
0: his name in this movie is donald doc holiday yeah. Doc Holiday, like you know the gunslinger right Ugh. don't like don't ask, do not ask, okay, what so else? uh, I don't know, you cut me off before, oh, celebrity dance, yes. So, we'll do a uh, real quick celebrity deaths. Um, let's see here. Bum Phillips. Oh, let's, let's is that his? Is. Re- that can't be his real name, Bum. Yeah, I bought a nickname. Who cares? Um, so Peter O'Toole died. Who's that? O- Peter o- O'Toole? O'Toole Beard. Peter O'Toole from Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, that guy. And King Ralph, and uh, the the Lion in Winter. Mm, Remember, I re-
1: I reviewed it on the Pawn Stevenson show.
0: I thought that was uh, Henry Fonda. No, what? No. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, I feel like looking it up for a moment, but actually, wait. Bum Phillips's real first name was Oil. <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> it? O A I L. O A I okay. Oil. <laughs> well, he coached in for the Houston Oilers, I think, right? It was meant to be.
1: So All right, so, uh, so uh what was Peter
0: O'Toole. Yes. Um Yes, he was in the line in winter, yes. Uh Boring. Famous, famous British actor. Right. Uh who again, I you know, Lawrence of Arabia, but I also remember him from um uh, King Ralph. <laughs> who's the other. Actually, John Goodman. Or John Goodman. He was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Darling, get that man. Roseanne. Um, um, J- John Goodman was the most recent host of SNL. Yes. Um, who's the other really famous old British actor? Sir Laurence Olivier? Is that who I'm thinking of? Who's the, Who's the oh. other one? Oh, who's the one with Patrick Stewart? Who's the, the other guy? Oh, Ian McKellen? Ian McK- Yeah, Ian McKellen. There's all these old British actor guys.
0: <laughs> okay. I get them all confused. There's a Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. That's right. No, I don't My get him. Michael concerned. Caine. So, um, yeah, he died. Um, he was born August the 2nd, 1932. He died December 14th. 2013 he was 81 Mm. I don't know how he died just of old age I guess yeah um hello your majesty so he died and I guess the other famous uh celebrity death uh was Paul Walker (laughs) Texas Ranger (laughs) no alright um yeah, he was only 40 years old and of course he was the uh, star of the Fast and the Furious movies, car movies. Yes. Uh, as well as some other non-car movies. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think it's... he was typecast as the car guy, <laughs> the car movie guy. Uh he wasn't um he wasn't only in car movies. All right. Uh he was in um I'm trying to think here. He was If they ever brought back
1: Knight Rider... Oh, he was on Who's the Ball? You know how they turn all these old things into new movies. So if they had made a new movie about Knight Rider, wouldn't he have been a good Michael Knight? No. What? Why?
0: Because uh, Hasselhoff was like a suave character on that show.
1: Uh, Yeah, alright.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Anyway, so he... Actually, when he was real young, he peered... In an episode of Charles in Charge, also in Who's the Boss? Oh, Andrew, <laughs> Angela, Mona. Uh! <laughs> um. So let's see. He was in Varsity Blues with uh, John Voight. Yeah,
1: that's right. Um. And James Vanderbeek. She- yes,
0: he was in She's All That. Jvdb. A uh, Joyride. He was in that movie with. Uh, uh, what's his name? Steve. Uh. Blah, 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 blah. Buscemi. Steve Zahn. Oh, wait. You know what?
1: He was in in She's All That. I remember that now. Yeah. He was the the evil friend. Okay. He was. I'm telling. Fine. And you know who wrote that movie?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> uh. He was in Into the Blue with Jessica Alba. Um. Which was not very good. That was actually a really bad remake of uh, *The Deep*, starring um, Michael Caine. No, Nick <laughs> Nolte. You know, you know. It's funny that when when
1: you told me on the on, on an old episode of the Paunch Stevenson Show, PaunchStevenson.com, when you told me that she's all that was written by Shamalama Ding Dong... <laughs> That was just like when the angry video game nerd found out Spider-Man Maximum right. Carnage was made by LJN. He's like, what? A good movie made by Shamalama Ding Dong? Yeah, but he was excited by that, whereas you were furious. <laughs> well, no, I was, I was just in shock.
0: Well, anyway, so... Anyway. So how did he die? Here, Here's the twist. So, Paul Walker, who um, was... I guess you'd call him like an amateur, um, you know, race driver. He did a lot of like pro-am type of stuff on Just actual, like, like in Craig actual race tracks. Yes, I guess he was like a modern day, uh, Craig T. Nelson, Bruce Jenner, <laughs> Jason Priestley. <laughs> well, wow. uh, Jason Priestley slash Tim Allen uh, yeah. slash Tom uh, uh, Crash uh. Cruise. Uh, 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 uh. So, um, so he was into, you know, the high performance cars and he had a few of them and him and this other guy, uh, Richard Rhoda, I think was his name. Uh, they owned this like custom shop and luxury car dealership or something in Los Angeles. And so, you know, one of the other things that Paul Walker did a lot of that people really didn't know about was he did a lot of charity work. He had a charity that he started after, I think after the hurricane, a big the typhoon in. I don't know if it was one of the typhoons in the Far East. Philippines. No, but no, it was one of the earlier ones, several Thailand. years ago. You know, eight nine years ago, and he started a charity um, to help them. Uh, <laughs> well, these that disasters. was disaster. That
1: was very nice of him.
0: So, like for instance, there was a disaster, some kind of earthquake or something. Uh, I don't know if it was in the Dominican or something or other. And he flew down there with all the, you know, the aid stuff and whatever. And so they were having a, um, a fundraiser, uh, for the Philippine, uh, typhoon mm. that just happened, right. uh, a few months ago. And, um, it was like a car show. So he was there with this guy, Richard Rhoda, or whatever his name was, his friend, in this, like, Porsche supercar that I don't know how old the car was, eight, nine years old. They drove there with it. Now again, it was in some like parking lot, but it was only a couple of blocks from their their, you know, shop. So right. they leave, everybody's leaving, they get in the car, and they're driving away, as everyone assumed back to the shop, and they crash a massive crash. And then the car explodes and, you know, burns them, you know, whatever. And he's dead. But how did the car explode? The fuel caught fire. Oh,
1: jeez. That's why you gotta get an
0: electric car. (laughs) See? Like Ed Begley? Yes. Who Esteban called Earl Bagley. (laughs) I saw that. Um. Yeah. I don't know if he meant that or not, but <laughs> Earl.
1: Ba- <laughs> that could be like a like Paunch Stevenson's cousin or something, Earl Bagley. <laughs> Earl Bagley.
0: Next, the next time we'll have Esteban on the show. The next time, and he'll he'll we'll have him on as Earl Bagley.
1: <laughs> Earl Bagley
0: from Georgia or Florida, wherever he's living. <laughs> right. So, how's his college going? By the way, <laughs> I don't know. He. He's, I, I don't know. He said he failed the class. And... What? He's a smart guy. I know. I don't Come know. Come on.
1: on. What's he what? What? Come on.
0: He's doing like a lot of computer stuff and. and what did he know, fail? I don't know. He didn't Basic? really say. No, I think it was some other type of class, but. Man. Ah, well. Anyway, so. Um... Esteban is a
1: very intelligent eloquent person right seriously i'm not being sarcastic i'm serious he's a a cool smart guy so um as are all of our listeners by the way
0: yeah so seriously all right so paul walker died. i mean it's unfortunate i like the fast and i actually like some of the fast and furious movies i liked him um you know unfortunately he was in the car with the other moron going 90 miles an hour what's the what's the
1: one that's out now seven fast seven furious or something
0: well no. six uh, fast six furious uh, no, the new one was like the, it was gonna be the seventh movie, right, and they were in the process of shooting it, so now he's dead, so I don't know what they're doing with it no, but what's the one that's all over like all over t v they're advertising it well, I don't know it was the sixth one
1: right anyway, so um, I'm seeing it's it's turning into Friday the thirteenth there's like twenty of them now. Yeah, so... Jeez.
0: uh, It was unfortunate, and... um, He was 40. Yeah. 40 years old. It's crazy, and, you know, the way I look at it is, yes, I mean, the guy that was driving was a moron. He's driving, you know, 90 miles an hour and around a sharp curve. Did that guy die? Oh, yeah, yeah, he died. Both. But, um, you know, the problem is, uh, again, you can't blame the car in a sense, that type of Porsche, which they only made for, like, three or four years, very, very rare. They only made, a you know, 1,300 of them. You know, cost, like, $500,000. But basically, it's like a race car, literally, mm. that they just said, okay, this is a race car, and now it has a VIN number and seat belts, and here it's a road car. <laughs> the problem I have with it is people are trying to defend Porsche my problem with that is, I don't know how you, but now they, when they were selling this car, they put a bulletin to the dealership saying, you must, you must warn the people who buy this. It's not to be driven by amateurs, only professional drivers. Why? So I'm like, because it, it, it was that hard to handle. Like the guy, the British guy in the British Top Gear, yeah. the guy Jeremy Clarkson was driving it on a, a racetrack. Right. And even he was like, "This is, you know, the, oh my god, this thing is a beast." Even what, he was having trouble.
1: Is is it a manual transmission? Of course. And then, so, but, but what's so different than than a, a you know, if I go to a store and buy a car, what's so different about
0: it? Well, it has a it has a massive amount of horsepower, and it doesn't weigh a lot, mm. and it's it's just, it's like a race car. So you tap on the pedal and you're flying. Well, right? well, not only that, but, you know, people are saying, like, for instance, this particular car in the past had been owned by uh, an IndyCar driver called Graham Rahal, son of Bobby Rahal. Okay. Um, you know, famous driver. So Graham Rahal was saying, you know, he's hey, you know, when I had it, um, it, it, the thing would literally, you know, as you're shifting up the gears, I mean, you could literally lose control of the car. As you're upshifting. How, though? Well, because as you upshift the manual transmission, you have to, you know, you... As you're going, just before you're going to shift, you know, you let off for a second, you engage the clutch, and you, know, you push down on the clutch, right. which disengages the flywheel, essentially, so you're kind of in a neutral state. And just as you're shifting to the, the higher gear... You're letting off of the clutch, shifting up and giving it some gas, you know, to, that's how, you know, you shift. Mm. Now, when you're doing this on a car, you're, you're, it's almost second nature. You're doing this in a split second, but when you're doing that in, in this car, I mean, and you're upshifting it, there's so, you know, the power, so much power going to the rear wheels. It just goes nuts. Now.
1: Yeah, but you don't, I mean, you're upshifting, but you're not upshifting 400 miles an hour. You're upshifting, like,
0: 30 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. It's not that. It's 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 the fact that you're going from a split second of no power to the wheels, and all of a sudden, boom, it's all this power again.
1: Oh, I see.
0: And it's just a ton. Now, the thing about this car is it doesn't have, it tra- didn't have any, any traction control or anything like that. Right. Now, I'm looking at this, I'm like, you know, when you buy a Corvette and and the top-of-the-line, like, race car Corvette that you can get on the street, the C7 right now, massive amounts of power, 200-mile-an-hour-plus car at full speed. Okay. But with all that, uh, you can still drive a Corvette on the street without spinning the damn thing out. Right. This thing... You know, I mean, basically, the way the Porsche people described it is, if you're driving this car, if you run over, like... Yeah, you ever, like, see somebody runs over, like, a soda can and squashes it? Yeah. If you run over a squashed soda can, the car will spin out and crash.
1: What? Well, that's... Well,
0: then why are they selling this thing? That was my point with people on some of these, uh like, motorsports uh, forums that I go to where I was saying, you know, hey, um... <laughs> Uh, you know this 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 car maybe shouldn't have been sold, but anyway. So. Well, that's like so, saying,
1: "Hey, uh, Dell just released a new computer, and it is the yeah. it is the fastest computer ever in human history by by a fa by by like.
0: No, 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 not even time. It's if they release a computer. No,
1: no, no, and but wait. Dell wait, wait. says,
0: "Hold on, no, no." And Dell says to people, "You cannot press the J key <laughs> because if you press the J key." The computer will explode on you.
1: (laughs) Well, no, what I was going to say is Dell releases this amazingly, mind-blowingly fast computer. And it's very expensive. But, hey, I need this fast computer. I'm going to spend $50,000 on this super, super, super most powerful computer ever invented in the universe. Mm. But when you press the power button to turn it on, you get
0: electrocuted.
1: Well, then why am I going to buy that? I don't know that's stupid, and anyway. why is Dell making i mean of course Dell's not making it, but why is Porsche making a car that kills people, and why are people <laughs> buying it?
0: Well, they're buying it just for the ridiculous um
1: <laughs> you know and here's another thing look i i'm uh, not I'm not a car guy, I'm not a car aficionado, but so, so for someone like me who's on the outside looking into this car universe, I can't relate to, or I, I I can't understand why. Like, okay, I'm driving down the street, local traffic speed limits 25, 30 miles an hour, sometimes 40, highway 45, 55, sometimes 65, and in some areas 75. Okay. Why do I need a car that goes 250 miles an hour? When I'm never ever ever going to go
0: 250 well, it, miles it, an hour, I know it's, it's like the- if,
1: it's like if I go to Best Buy and I buy an 85 inch TV, but I cover it with paper and I only watch 20 inches of it. But then why did I buy an 80 inch TV if I'm only using 10 percent of the screen? I don't know. Why do? Be- no, no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, why would you? You're a car it, guy. Why do people buy 250 mile an hour cars when they only go 60?
0: It's because it's part of the mystique of the car to say, "Oh, look what I got." Of course, you're not gonna. But it's a waste. I know. I'm just. Uh, that's. I'm just saying. That's why they do it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So moving on, we're talking well, about. Wait, there's another Obama. celebrity oh, death. Come on, who cares? <laughs> Come on this is this is Rodriguez territory uh, here. Oh, Nelson Mandela.
1: Born July 18th 1918, died December 5th 2013, yes. 95 years old. Former president of South Africa. <laughs> jailed so he
0: was for bleck. 20
1: he was jailed for 27 years for his anti-apartheid segregation activities. Yes. Nelson Mandela who Again, it, it, it everything comes back to Rodriguez now. Okay. South Africa.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, Mandela was a great leader. There's no question about it. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but he was 95. Next. So, all right. So, moving on. Speaking of one of our listeners, one of our friends, uh, is making a movie. Mm. Yes, it is a Brian Jude. Yeah. Also a podcaster. Um, he's, uh, he's our friend and, uh, he's making, he's been trying to make this movie called The Miracle Man. Mm. So wait, and so is, is is that a sequel to The Sugar Man? No, no. So it's about this uh, guy, Morris Goodman, who was this like self-made, uh, successful salesman back in the seventies and he, he crashes a plane and breaks his neck and, what? They Yeah, they said he's never going to walk again or or anything like that. They thought he was going to die. And somehow, within like a year, he was, you know, resurrected himself and he was walking again. And, um... Uh, there was a very short film made about him back in the 80s that uh, was very good or something. But uh, Brian uh, wrote the screenplay, yeah, the screenplay for it and, uh, you know, trying to get this movie made now. And, um... I am going to write the theme song to this movie. What's the name of the movie? The Miracle Man. I'm
1: going to write the theme song to Miracle Man. You are? Ready? Oh, boy. Miracle Man, won't you hurry? Oh, Because I'm tired on. of no. acting in all these scenes. <laughs> Miracle Man, won't you bring back? All the color to my TV
0: screen. Uh that's good, right? No, come on, <laughs> come on. All right, I can't believe you're, you're bashing.
1: No, I'm not bad. I'm not bashing. I'm not bad. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. No, I, I like Brian. I'm not bashing.
0: So one of these days we'll have Brian on the show and he can he can talk about it. Oh Wait. So what? What is he? Is he doing a Kickstarter or what? What's going on? Well, he's doing an IndieGoGo. Um. All right fundraiser that i uh donated to all right I'll, I'll yeah i'll donate so we'll put we'll post the link right yeah there's another 40 something days left to it all right good um and you know it, it's cheap you know 20 you know, give like 25 bucks and you know or 35 i think i did 35 bucks you get a dvd whenever it comes out or all right, something like that or i, I don't remember
1: now um, is
0: is this like
1: sort of like a based on a true story or is, is yes. or, or is he actually talking to this guy
0: no, no, no. This is this is not a documentary. Um, uh, this guy Morris Goodman has has been on like you know like kind of believe it or not shows in the past. Mm. Um, no, no. This is a it's a you know it's a a dramatization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Good. So um, yeah, and Brian. So a couple of weeks ago, Brian had a small like get together of some, some friends that were you know um bat, you know helping him out and uh, it was a nice dinner mm. and then they had a script reading which I could not stay for yeah
1: yeah so, Brian if you're listening I apologize I couldn't make it that night but I will donate and we wish you
0: much success so the uh, the film's website is miraclemanfilm.com okay and he's on Twitter and Facebook and everything like that. And I was surprised that Brian actually under the moniker Brian Jude actually has his own Wikipedia page now, which is actually very detailed. <laughs> what? Yes, it's it's wait, pretty wait, why, expansive. The Wikipedia's got an IMDB entry, everything. Why doesn't the why doesn't Punch Stevenson have a Wikipedia? Because I don't want I don't want to put my real name on Wikipedia. No, but Punch Stevenson well, I, I, I'm not a Wikipedia contributor. You can't do it yourself. You can't. You used to be able to. Nah, I think if somebody else has to do it. All right, it. let Frank we'll get do like it. Frank do to- <laughs> Yeah. By the way,
1: speaking of Frank, on com, you know how he... Frank Nora? He, yeah, Frank Nora. He, on Overnightscape Underground, he republishes the Paunch Stevenson show. Yeah. Which is very nice, and I appreciate that. So, on episode 231... Stevenson on on uh, on com Um, smidge, what was his name? Smidge Kurtlebaum, Kurtlebaum, uh, left a comment. Says, Hey, thanks for the gunk cast mention. Yes, one thing though, people tend to think we're from the UK,
0: but we're actually from Chicago. No, well, I said, Oh, I said he wasn't from the UK, I said he was living in the UK. And I said that he was from either St. Louis, like Bob Lament and, and the, I forget the other guy's name, Miles, on his show, they're from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I thought he was also from the St. Louis area. I didn't know he was from Chicago. Right.
1: So that's, But I knew he
0: wasn't from England. Right. But but he's in England. Yeah, I guess he's in right? England. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's it's
1: very confused. This whole gunk cast thing is very confusing now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what else? Anything else? Um yes. So the last pit oh by well, there is one other thing, but the last bit of news I was gonna announce was um that Disney has you know how they they purchased all of uh, you know, George Lucas's properties. You know, what was it last year or this year or something, including Star Wars, they're making a new Star Wars film, etc., well, as part of that, obviously, they would, you know, have purchased the rights to Indiana Jones. But now, they did? Huh? They did? Yeah, because they, they purchased everything that Lucas had, Lucas oh, film. Alright, 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 yeah. Now, the, the, the problem that they had, though, was that even though they, they owned Indiana Jones, let's say the property, they would never been able to put out another movie themselves because Paramount owns the movie rights. Okay, So recently they came to some kind of a deal in which, sort of similar to the deal that they have with some of the Marvel properties in Paramount. So basically what will happen is Disney can put out uh, countless, whatever they want, Indiana Jones movies into the future and Paramount will get some kind of a cut, but really will have right. nothing else to do with it. Now, who will play Indiana Jones? Well, the what they were saying Not is Shia ho- LaBeouf. <laughs> no, what they're hoping is that they'll be able to do one more film with Harrison Ford and mm. Spielberg, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. And then I, you know, then obviously they're they're reboot it. But like even oh, wait, but but so when you say reboot, you mean remake the old ones? I have no idea because
1: because here's my question: If they don't remake the old ones and they continue to release Indiana Jones movies, yeah, again as as just a very uh, casual Indiana Jones fan, I'm under the very impression late. that each movie focuses around some kind of uh, uh, lost artifact or lost right. civilization or something. So.
0: I mean how many more are are there that many more lost artifacts to make movies about? Well, obviously no because this is why they haven't made the fifth one yet. Is it <laughs> they, they really haven't come up with one. So then what are they going to do for all these sequels? My again, my assumption would be that they would just simply reboot it now. I my issue there would be. Now again, I really want to see another one with Harrison Ford, but my issue would be rebooting, here's the thing, if I get another film with Harrison Ford and it's decent, it's not like shoddily done like the fourth one was with this ridiculously out of place CGI I don't know what Spielberg was doing there (laughs) The the Elvis monkeys Oh god If they weren't doing, if there's none of that crap then, you know, I'll be happy, get that fifth one out of there And then at that point, look, if they want to reboot it, if they want to redo the Raiders of the Lost Ark, they're fine by doing, they're fine with me doing it. I just won't go see it. Mm. I'm not going to kill them over it, but it, I don't, the problem I would have with that is, look, you, if you reboot the characters, one thing, but to reboot the Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think is a fail. Like when they rebooted Star Trek. Yeah. With J.J. Abrams, they didn't reboot. Star Trek, in a sense, you know? I mean, it was... Well, they didn't different remake... Different stories.
1: Yeah, yeah. they, yeah, they right. and now in
0: the second movie, they wound up with Khan again, and I thought that was terrible. Uh, it was really badly done. It was stupid.
1: But... Yeah, but it was it was the better movie.
0: Uh, it was more
1: interesting than the first movie.
0: I know, but Reboot it, was, movie. it was... uh It was... Uh, the Khan... Uses of Khan was terrible. Right, well... But anyway, I'll I'll have to take your word for it. Oh, it's terrible. Um, so I just think I'm not gonna say there'll be a backlash, but I think people I think they're gonna they would have a very, very, very difficult time remaking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. I just I just think that'll be a very, very difficult chore. It's almost like if somebody had to go out and remake Jaws. (laughs) Right. Well literally what would be the point? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is literally trying to remake Jaws, it's it's going to be terrible. Or remake E.T. Right? Yeah. You know, one of these classic movies. It's going to be terrible. You can't you can't remake Star Wars. I don't care. You what know? if it just can't be done? What if they remade Ghost Dad <laughs> with Bill Cosby? No one would care. <laughs> what? If, all right.
1: So what if they do remake Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they get to play, uh, to play Indiana Jones. What if they get like Tom Hanks?
0: Why would they get Tom Hanks? He's old. All right. What if they get, uh, like I don't know, like Christian Bale? He's old.
1: That <laughs> why is? All right. Well, I who could they? Get? All right. Old who, enough
0: at that point.
1: All right. If they remake Raiders of the Lost Ark, who they could get?
0: Uh, who cares? Who's young? I don't even know who's young. Who's it young? doesn't matter. Anyway, so that that's the I news know, there. Justin Bieber. Oh, my well, God. That, by the way, he said he was retiring, although I don't believe him. Who? Justin Bieber. Good. Anyway, so real quick, um, the last thing, this is the last episode of the, of the year, is do we have a lame idiot? Oh! Of um, 2013. Do we have a lame idiot? Uh,
1: I have a nominee. Yes i don't know if some of our listeners will like it but i'm going to say republicans nah. didn't we do that already
0: yeah we've done the political stuff too much yeah all
1: right alright, all right. um i don't know it's ah uh, see now i'm gonna have to research i forget <laughs> we
0: can't do who's michael
1: bay he's nah, he's, nah. Uh,
0: we can't do who's the lame idiot of the year
1: I don't know. It's Kardashians. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Kanye lame.
0: West. Yeah, Kanye West is. He's always lame. Jay Z. Nah. No. Well, Jay Z because what store
1: was it that that was uh it was like kicking out black people from the store? Oh, and, I got it. And then Jay Z was defending the store.
0: <laughs> oh, please. I what, got what it. What store was that? No cares. All right. All right, who? Who, who? Who? It's going to be Microsoft. What? And not the whole company. Oh, no, yeah, the X-Bone. It's, it's the Microsoft X-Bone Xbox designers.
1: Yes. Them. Idiots. They're the
0: lame idiots They were making the fun
1: of their fans and saying... Making uh, fun of the fans. If you're in the well, military, you're, you're an idiot. And if yes. you're like...
0: And not to mention that in, in the whole pu- concept of... They were saying, of saying co- these things in public. Yes, and not to mention that but the whole concept of calling it the Xbox One, you already had an Xbox One.
1: And the camera spies on you while you're naked.
0: Well, the whole concept of the Kinect that nobody wants and you're dumping it on everybody for $100 and the fact that the, the DRM, the, the 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 restrictiveness of having, you know, well they had to do away with it, but you know, the concept of basically having to Never being able to trade your game in. Oh yeah, (laughs) no use game,
1: right? And then and then um, what the heck was I gonna? I was just gonna say the whole thing with uh oh that not not you know like basically uh blocking independent developers because it's they're they're making it so cost prohibitive.
0: Well, they all do that though. Yeah, but (laughs) not not like Microsoft. Well. Yeah, so I, I think that's they're definitely deserved, especially in the video game front. I mean they the Xbox they have one. been bashed to <laughs> no end. Um
1: Oh man, yeah, it's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, we could do Tammy Erin, but no, <laughs> no. I'm telling no. you, I'm I'm gonna email her and tell her to call you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Where does she live? Well, in Los Angeles, I guess.
1: All right. Well, the next time she's in New York, we'll have to meet up with her and ask her what's going on.
0: Yeah, what, what the hell, man? Stop the madness. <laughs> she may not be able to leave the state, though. She may be like a fugitive or something, you know. House arrest. Yeah, some kind of probation. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
1: I am going to write the theme song. To this movie what's the name of the movie? The Miracle Man? I'm going to write the theme song to Miracle Man. You are? Ready? (laughs) Miracle Man! Won't you hurry? Cause I'm tired of- coca